Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join in the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 27 for Investment Manager. So let's talk about the investment, uh, the, 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 the South African political landscape in and of itself and what we can expect today given this huge announcement uh, on the political front. Yeah, look, Sukin, I mean, it's a monumentous moment in South Africa's political history, you know, and I mean, uh, if, we, if, if we can force President Zuma to do the right thing, if we can force him to see rationale, if the ANC can show, through Cyril Ramaphosa, can show true leadership um, at this moment, we can really, really turn around the discourse for the South African economy. Um, you know, I think that uh, if we see business confidence returning and we see investment spend returning uh, and we see foreign direct investment returning to South Africa, all factors which are very much within the control of our own making. Um, you know, we could see uh, the economic growth trajectory really turn around and really leverage the full benefits of interest rate cuts this year, with a consumer likely to benefit, unemployment likely to come down, investment likely to go up, and all this positive reinforcement loop um, like could, could ultimately result in uh, economic growth in excess of 2%, according to Goldman Sachs, actually. So, um, Sakina, it is quite a monumentous occasion for South Africa, but the bottom line is that we have got to get the politics right. We have to stop scoring the own goals. Um, and if ever, it is more critical than ever that the ANC and Cyril Ramaphosa show strong leadership now. Um, you know, we've got a very, very small window within which to make uh, these, these decisions, these political decisions, uh, to put us on the right path. And if we don't, and, and, and if we don't make these critical and decisive as we're not critical and decisive in this decision-making um, over a very, very short period of time. International markets are going to lose patience with South Africa, and we're going to see a lot of the change in sentiment, a lot of the positivity which we've seen in the last sort of um, eight weeks or so is going to be completely reversed if we don't, uh, if, if, if we don't um, tackle this problem head-on. So, Sakina, um, you know, the President Zuma making a statement at 10 o'clock today. Let's wait and see what he has to say. But we're already starting to see the markets losing patience, um, you know, with, with the ANC in this regard. Um, you know, we saw the RAND strengthening to a uh, strongest level of around about 11 Rand 80 to the dollar. Uh, we're seeing it giving up uh, quite a bit of those gains, trading at around about 12 Rand to the dollar. Um, you know, we saw banking shares at one point yesterday were up well in excess of 25 to 3%, uh, although still ending the day a lot firmer yesterday, um, you know, up about 1.5 to 2%. To giving up a lot of those gains. Uh, we saw our bond yields backed up a little bit yesterday and then gave up those gains as well, you know, closing the day actually marginally higher with a 10-year bond yield closing at just below eight, um, uh, just under 8.7%. So, Sakina, I think the markets are on center hooks with regards to how the situation is going to be resolved. Um, you know, we didn't get much out of the press conference from Secretary General Ace Makashule yesterday, other than the NEC has uh, given... Jacob Zuma, the formal instruction to resign, uh, but you know the, the, the critical and the, the decisive action was missing. There's no sort of timeline as to when this will happen, um, when he'll vacate office, and you know the, the, the forcefulness was questionable in terms of will they go to Parliament to go to a vote of no confidence? Um, you know if, if if Jacob Zuma refuses to resign, and what's the next step forward? So we need to see that decisive leadership, Sakina, um, to fully leverage on uh, the positive. Activity and, 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 and the turning center, foreign sentiment towards South Africa that we've seen over the last eight weeks.
And then, Nadir, uh, the unemployment numbers that came out yesterday, let's just talk about that for a moment. Yeah, positive news stories, Sakina, and they seem to be more commonplace in South Africa these days. You know, after uh, better PMI numbers for, uh, for, for January, after better uh, business confidence numbers than expected, you know, business confidence accelerating to a two-and-a-half-year high in December, um, you know, the RAND strengthening significantly. Uh, so the good news stories really seem to be forming a string in South Africa. Yeah, you know, if you couple this with uh, inflation really coming under control, hopefully we're going to start to see interest rate cuts later in the year. Uh, but if we look at the unemployment rate declining by, uh, by a full percentage point in the fourth quarter of this year, um, from uh, 27.7% to 26.7%, um, you know, I suppose a big contributing factor to that has been a, a decline in the, in, in, in the labor participation rate, um, you know, to 58.8%. And essentially what the labor participation rate is, is just a measure of the number of unemployed people who are actively looking for a job. So it excludes uh, unemployed people who have given up the search for a job. Um, if you expand the definition to uh, all unemployed people, uh, the, the, the unemployment rate goes up to about 36.5%, but it's still declined about half a percent from a quarter earlier. So, Sakina, if we look at it, I suppose the most encouraging takeaway from it um, is that there's been considerable job uh, additions in manufacturing uh, for the fourth quarter. That's obviously a sector which continued, which, which battled um, you know, over the course of the last couple of years with the, South Africa, with the ailing South African economy. So hopefully we're going to start to see a turnaround in manufacturing, which is a critical component of the SA economy to kickstart growth. Um, I think on the disappointing side is that we actually lost around about 40,000 jobs on the, in the mining sector. Um, and this is during a time where, uh, you know, one of the big takeaways from the mining in Daba last week is that mining companies are actually very, very bullish um, on prospects for, uh, for their future and are starting to invest once again after essentially drying up all investment and cutting uh, the significant jobs globally uh, pretty much for the last five years. So at a time where we're at this cusp of turning, uh, you'd expect that mining jobs would stop shedding, mining companies would stop shedding jobs and in coming quarters start to add jobs. But unfortunately, obviously, the significant uncertainty in the mining charter um, has, uh, the impact it's had on the mining sector has essentially made that completely uninvestable for global mining companies. And again, it talks to the point we made about political stability, leadership from the ANC. These are kind of very low-lying fruits. If we get the new government in, we sort out the mining charter, we give more policy clarity, um, you know, we could stimulate investment once again. So, Sakina, uh, in the numbers, it's fairly evident to see the kind of drastic impact that political uncertainty and this lack of decisiveness is likely to have, uh, which is why we need to clear these matters up as soon as possible. Nadir, tomorrow, can we start by talking about uh, the investment case uh, for Mondi? 100%. All right. We'll leave it there for today. Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at uh, 24-7 Investments.